everyone. Welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-typical careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, everyone. We wanted to talk to you a little bit about the International Builder Show that happened in 2022 some of the impactful things that we were able to see and experience were whirlpools women rising in the building industry and beyond so we wanted to share some of the items that whirlpool spoke about that really hit home and should be hitting home with a lot of builders a lot of architects a lot of designers Um, the ibs this year was held in orlando florida if you don't know the nahb the national association of home builders is the one that put this on and it will be in Las Vegas next year. So isn't it getting bigger? It is going to be bigger. It's going to, it actually is going to have the bath and kitchens, hardware and the builder show. So it's actually going to have three shows in one. I'm really excited about that, honestly, because it's great to be able to interact with so many different folks at those events. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe someday we can have our podcast there. I know. That would be really cool. The one in Las Vegas. Yeah. Hint, hint. We need more sponsors for that, though, right? (laughs) We definitely do. Anyone out there wants to help get us out there, please feel free. Yes. Okay. This is going to be a great conversation. This is going to be a good conversation. So Whirlpool put together some statistics about why it's so important to market to women and um, how the role of women is changing around the world. So we're just going to hit on some of these stats and statistics um, that we thought were important. And we'll probably talk about it more because there were lots of notes from this event. Uh, One of the things that they found that organizations are seeing that when they can measure the insights, they're leveraging the insights that outperform their peers. And they are outperforming by 85% in sales growth and by more than 25% in gross margin since they have been measuring their success on marketing to women. Wow. So I thought that was really important as an organization. That might be something that you want to think about if you're trying to increase your revenue. Yeah. And the ages, right? Yeah. 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 Hi, tell them the ages, because that's very interesting. <laughs> so one of the trends that they've been tracking is how the role of women is changing. And 61% of young women, the ages 13 to 24 in the U.S., say challenging traditional stereotypes of their gender is important in their personal lives. Mm. Very interesting. Yes. Data there for anyone who's looking at marketing or just building whatever they're building, the product, right? Right. Very important, especially when it comes to the home building process, which I know you're going to get into in a minute because you came from that world. But I've just got one more statistic I wanted to share with you about that. The current women's movement is defined by a shift from empowerment to power. Mm. And I thought that was pretty interesting. And, you know, Whirlpool spent a lot of time on this, you know, just measuring, having measurable items to track. So the last three years especially have seen this trend intensify, emphasizing the power in empowerment and creating a new space of urgency for brands and business to win with women. 
Hey, don't forget, womentalkconstruction.com has a forum of community where we all get together and talk about what's going on in our lives. We have workforce development opportunities, scholarships available. If you have them, please post them there. Um, We also have jobs, whether you need a job or whether you want a job filled. That's the place to be. And our network of amazing people are there to help make connections. So women pick out all the things. Exactly. All the women that I worked with, there might've been one in all those years that I helped with selections on homes and on commercial projects. Very few times would the man even pipe in. They would be like, yeah, that sounds great, honey. Yes. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to let you talk about that because Angela's got another topic she wanted to share with us about why. Well, (laughs) <laughs> or a question that's been asked and that was discussed at IBS. And my particular one is how women are incredibly influential in, you know, looking at or shouldering a lot of the competing priorities and roles of the household. So they're out there with that type of buying power. And of course, for Whirlpool, that's very important to look mm-hmm. at that because they're outfitting these houses that they actually live in. Or maybe say it's a small family building business and the, you know, the husband needs the wife usually to pick out, select the appliances for the house that they're getting ready to spec build. Right. And so uh, women really do, the wives of these partners really do play an important role Mm -hmm. in the home building industry. So that's the research that Rollpool did as well. And some of the things that they said were 86% of women were responsible for the purchasing decision in their household. 88% of women believed, even though men have changed a lot, women are still the main um, nurturers in the household. And so um, they really care about where they spend their dollars, mm-hmm. what they spend their dollars on even that that piece of appliance is going to wash their clothes in the most efficient way for the environment and for their children or whomever. I think this is how we're thinking now, right, Christy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think once they started measuring it, they were really blown away by the percentages of the women who are making purchasing decisions on a house plan or appliances, you know, whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. And the last one they talked about was 92% of women have as much responsibility to support a family as men do. That's what they found. Oh, really? That's a big statistic. Yes. That's changed a lot over the last 20 years. You know, I wanted to ask you about that because in my past experience with it, do you think it's really changed that much? Or do you think it's just now being more out there and noticeable? I think that people are finding ways to measure it. I think that is part of it. Okay. But I can remember joining the workforce you know, the construction industry workforce at the age of around 28-ish. Yeah. And I was the only woman out there. So you look now at Whirlpool and, you know, the percentages of women that you see working. Now, that's not just in non-traditional careers like you and I talk about, but when I was in my early or late 20s, there were still a lot of women that didn't go to work. They stayed home with their kids that balance has completely shifted because it takes two incomes to pay the bills, right? It takes two incomes and and there's a lot of single parents out there. So that number seems high to me, but it's 
probably more realistic if I would think it through. Yeah. No, I, I totally They're agree supporting with their family, right? Single moms yeah. are supporting their own families. Even married moms are supporting their family monetarily. I think that's what that 92% is. Yeah. Is more, a monetarily thing, right? Yeah. More women are entering the workforce. Although I think COVID did do a little bit of a snap on that. But mm-hmm. what my perception, whenever I was in my family business, um, the e-commerce stock plan company, we always saw the women as the driving power, even in our design build company, when we had, we were building the high end homes, the women drove a lot of that direction in what they were going to do. In fact, even the um, house that I was project management on the lake house, you know, out at Lake Kiwi, which was a $2 million build, the husband wanted nothing to do with it. I know that happened so many times. I thought that was very, very interesting. So did Whirlpool happen to mention that, you know, why they were why they were trying to do this statistic other than just marketing and making sure that they were marketing towards the women? Were there any other stats there that you were seeing? Yeah, well, also Whirlpool is also trying, they're combating the responsibility or, you know, the burden through the product innovation. So in other words, mm. they're collecting this data so that they understand how they need to build their product. It needs to be more multitask friendly, minimizing the mental load. Love that. Reducing time constraints, simplifying to encourage participation. So all of these helping us do our home life a little bit more efficiently so that we can, you know, pay attention to our families, right? We care Mm -hmm. more about that that time. We value time more, I think, right? Right. So I'm glad manufacturers are looking at that and mm-hmm. Whirlpool definitely is. I right. commend them for that. Yeah, I do too. It was, a, it was a very interesting perception that they showed us, you know, this is why we do what we do because we care about people, right? Companies that care about people like this. Yes. Are always going to get my business. They're going to thrive, right? They are. Yes. I mean, they, they don't just care about selling a product. They care about why and how do we make it easier? And how do we make it better for the environment? And I think that that's what our country needs to start thinking, right? You know, mm-hmm. let, let's start thinking in a way that's going to help everybody, not just me and my business. And that's how I felt. I felt like Whirlpool was like so welcoming and warm and just, you know, really cared about my family in, in that message. Like they're trying to make things easier for me with my washing machine and my dishwasher and my stove and the refrigerator so that my (laughs) life is easier and I get to spend more time with my family. It's so important. And, you know, a lot of why we talk about this too, right, Christy, is because it's not only just about Whirlpool doing this. It's about others inviting the same practice into their companies, right, with their people and building trust and, you know, building products like this, right? Right. And I think that our companies both do a really good job of that yeah, for sure. They do. But I, I do think that the message is important. Not everybody's heard it. Not everybody has um, adapted it. And honestly, I was very surprised to find out that 88% of the women were making all the selections in the home. So <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't, I shouldn't have been surprised because I saw it firsthand, but I just thought it was my area, mm-hmm. but it's not, this is a global finding, you know, a global measurement. Um, The other thing I just want to end on, women today are expecting more than just representation in advertising and marketing. 78% of women wish more companies and brands would stand up for women. 
I love that. 78%. Yes. That's big. Because guess what? We're going from passive to active. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's one of the things we talked about with Adam too, right? Is that let's not just talk about it. Let's do it. Exactly. Let's put some action items behind the things that matter. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you all for uh, joining us today. Yes, thank you. Now I want to go out and buy all the Whirlpool products. So I just have to admit that this whole marketing, (laughs) the whole marketing thing they're doing here is working because as soon as that presentation was over, I really was sold and and want to make Whirlpool one of my focuses on anytime I make any purchases for the things that we need for our kitchens and our laundries. It does matter. Yes, it does. Yes. It does matter. Putting people first, just like what Adam and you and I talked about. People first. Can't have yeah. processes without people. Exactly. I love this one. This was a great podcast. Thank you, listeners. Yes. Well, we'll probably have another podcast about this. There was so much information and so many notes from this presentation, but we wanted to keep this one short and sweet so you could listen in between lunch or whatever you're doing, taking a walk in the morning, whatever. So have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.